Alright, uh, welcome back to Mon Sports. I'm Nick Monjovi. I'm still Mike, like last time. <laughs> so, um, so uh, we're going to talk about some NHL playoffs, some baseball. Start with the Islanders last night. Man, that was what a heart heartbreaker. Game. Heartbreaker. That was rough to watch, man. For two periods, they didn't know how to put the puck in the net. And then after that, they stopped playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they they fell behind for just because Pittsburgh has the biggest puck luck I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. Like that goal that went in just bouncing off people, like they score like that all the time. They're so frustrating. I hate Pittsburgh. If you are a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, I don't I like you. you. And I don't care because I I just hate that team so much. And it's not even Sidney Crosby. Like a lot of people just like want to rag on Crosby. So I just gotta get this out. So Sidney Crosby's fine, okay? He's amazing. I do enjoy watching him play not against my team. And right. I like being like, wow, like this guy's so great. Like I enjoy being just as a hockey fan, being like, wow, like, look how amazing, look how talented this guy is. But Chris Letang oh my fuck. can really just retire. Because yeah. I never want to see him ever again. Brooks Tanev like, just looks like a greasy He's Walmart Letang. version of Chris Letang. He literally, yeah, he's the Walmart Letang. I don't like him. I don't like his little bird face. And it is that beak of a nose he has. And I can't stand him. And you know what I also can't stand, especially the officiating in this series. Oh where my God. Because the Penguins have, you know, star one, star two, star three, star, you know, 12. That no matter what they do, it's like, oh, okay, like they have a rite of passage to do whatever it is that they want to do. But anytime the Islanders are like skating near someone, they're like, oh, like that's a penalty. Like that's for sure a penalty. Like Walsh got called in game two for a play where he like nudged someone yeah. 80 yards from the puck and they're like, oh, like you got to go. Like that's a terrible like roughing call, like interference, whatever it was. Or last night, like, there were two goalie interference calls where the Islanders got pushed into Tristan Jari, yeah. and they're like, oh, that's a penalty. No, no, no yeah, it's not. It was after we tied and make it 4 Yeah, exactly. They and then shoved, they gave us a penalty goal. They shoved Cal Lundberg into Tristan Jari. They're like, ah, penalty. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's for sure a penalty. And, yeah, and you know what led to it? The game-winning goal. Like, it's so also, aggravating. Why was Crosby the first one to come out of the box? Yeah. Is I, it because it's Sidney Crosby? I don't, look, I don't, I'm not even going to pretend to know the rule in you know a small war that was fought on the ice last night so you have pittsburgh with six people in the box the islanders with five it looked like a frat party and the cops picked like just put everyone in the paddy wagon (laughs) and like brought them downtown to just like spend the night in jail that's what it looked like right so like these two rival frats right are just Mm -hmm. sitting in their respective uh jail cells is basically what it looked like islanders go on a power play you know they score I'm losing my mind. You know, the two of us, we're going crazy, right? So, of course, you know, the guy who committed the penalty, which I believe it was Gensel, but I don't... I believe it was Gensel. Gensel. He's out, right? It has not... I don't believe it's been two minutes. If not, it's been... it, It was just two minutes right after, so it was really close. One Pittsburgh player comes out of the box, and one Islander player comes out of the box. So we were basically told, you know send this guy out the penguins just Sidney crosby is just leaving the box yeah i'm like what are the odds of Sidney crosby leaving the box well there's five people so 20 percent. there's a 20 percent chance it's crosby there's no like there's no way 
it just happened to be Crosby. I mean, like, it's possible, of course. It's within the realm of possibility. But there's, like, to me, almost no shot that it was Crosby from the beginning and then Crosby when he got out. Because do you remember when they went to the scorer's table and Sullivan is yelling at them? Yeah. Yeah, and then they're kind of clapping back. I don't think that was about the penalty. I think that was about who gets out at which time. Mm -hmm. And Crosby was the one that got out. Why is that so significant? Because when the refs made a bogus goal interference call on Cal Clutterbuck for getting shoved into the goalie, because apparently that's all you have to do. If you want to draw penalties, just take an opposing player, throw him <laughs> into your net minder. You just got a power play. That's the way to do it. So while Cal Clutterbuck is serving that, Crosby comes out, and now the power play is M- Malkin? Crosby, Crosby, Carter, Carter Latang, and like Gensel or something? No, it, was, it wasn't Latang. It wasn't Latang yet? Oh, okay, right. Came out after. Was, all right. So it was probably ten of them. You'd probably ten of somebody else. I don't think Gensel was on the box. Yeah, it might have been Gensel. Or I, a Russ might have been out there. Yeah. Not exactly sure. But still, it's Malkin, but it was a Carter, and too. Crosby. Basically, Jeff, Bacar- Jeff Carter became... Oh, and, and uh, it might have been... What's his name? The forward that they got. Not Carter, the other one. That uh, they traded for. Bukestad? No, not Bukestad. What's no. his name? I know that... The, the, the guy from Minnesota. Oh, fuck. That guy. Yeah, that guy. I know, I'm blanking on his name right now. I'll, I'll remember it by the end. But him. So, he might have been out there, too. He scored the uh, the, uh, the goal in, in in the second period. That almost ended. Anyway, it yeah. doesn't matter. But now, Jeff Carter go, goes from being, like, basically the guy to stop between he and Malkin. Oh, Zucker. Sorry. Oh, yeah, Zucker. Zucker. Thank you. Yeah. So... The guy that you really want to key in on in that situation, if Crosby's in the box, is either Malkin or Carter. And Carter's been killing you, so it's probably Carter, especially when Malkin would his first game back. You're right. probably thinking about Carter. Mm-hmm. With Crosby on the ice, the second option becomes Malkin now. Mm-hmm. The first option is obviously Crosby. Crosby. Jeff Carter is now the third thing you have to worry about. That's typically the guy who finds a little bit of space to shoot the puck. Guess who found space to shoot the puck? Jeff, Jeff Carter. Carter. Also... So, that's the reason why it's such a big deal that all of these things happen. It's not just the bogus penalty call. It's not just that Sidney Crosby gets out first. It's both those things that enables Jeff Carter to be open in that situation. And who knows? Maybe they would have lost anyway if that penalty didn't happen. I don't think so because the momentum was completely on their side. So I don't know how it would have gone, but now we'll never find out. Anyway, we're da- you know, they're down to one. It's not looking good. I'll be honest. It's no. not looking good. When they score four goals in a game and lose, it's not looking good. No, Sorokin better be in that on Yeah, Sorokin tomorrow. better be playing because Verlamov does not look good. Yeah, he looks awful. I no. mean, it reminds me of when Grice last year had to come come in and play because he looked god-awful yeah, at like, times. He's... Like even Verlamov now has been mostly good, especially for the great the grand majority of game two was outstanding. Right. But it's that softy that he let up that yeah. was the difference maker, and we can't have that. We don't score goals, so you can't have a free, you can't give a freebie to the Pittsburgh Penguins. You just can't. Mm-hmm. So if Sorokin's not going to give up a freebie, then throw him in net. Game one, he was electric. Yeah. Electric. He was so good. And I got, you know, here's the thing. Varlamov did have a good game, too, right? And they lost, what, 2-1? Yeah. And then they won in the overtime game 3-2, I believe it was. So Yeah. Yeah, so both so both goalies had given up two goals, right? And Sorokin played a little bit more time. I got to be honest, like, the goaltending, like, the display of goaltending in those two games was night and day. Like, Sorokin... 
He saved our ass. So Roken, so many yeah, times. saved. Like the Islanders did not deserve to win Game One. No, they honestly, they, this is the order to me. They deserve to win Game Two probably the most. With Game Three a close second, and they did not deserve to win Game One at all. No, and the winner in each of those games has been the opposite of who deserved to win. Right, which sucks when you deserve to win more games because now you're losing all of them mm-hmm. or most of them rather. So we'll see how it goes from here. Must win game tomorrow. Yeah, you lose tomorrow, it's over. So it's gonna be tough because even if you win, even if you split, yeah, you about the Pittsburgh. Yeah, even if you split the next two, you gotta win two in a row. Right. At some point, you gotta win two in a row, and you're playing for your life. So yeah. unless you win all three, you're playing for your life at yeah. some point. You're not in trouble until you lose a home game, and we just lost a home game, so here we are. Yeah, so we're in trouble. It's, it's it happened that quickly. Man, that really sucked. Sucked. It really did. That was one of the worst losses I think. Um, I've ever won. Basically, yeah, in my lifetime as an Islanders Besides fan. Besides the Tampa Bay one, I would say, I would say that the worst was Tampa Game Six last year because of the gravity of the situation. Because yeah. if you win, you go to Game Seven and you won two in a row, and all of the pressures on Tampa, yeah. and you never know what's gonna happen in a Game Seven. If they win that, I'm sorry, they would have wiped the floors with the Stars. Yeah, like they would kill the Stars. Like the, the like the Stanley Cup was the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. in my opinion. Like that was the Stanley Cup, and then it would have been like whoever was coming out was winning the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So that really stunk, especially because Nelson had the breakaway. Which hey, he made a decent shot, and Vasilevsky made a great save. And what are you gonna do? And then it kind of looked similar last night. Brock had his chance, well, the coach it away. Uh, yeah, I have to. Yeah, well, I, I had, had to give credit to Sidney Crosby right there. Yeah, Brock Nelson had the open net and. I jumped up like, oh my god, he's tying it right now, 100%. And Crosby just turned, kind of dropped, dove. It wasn't much of a dive. It was so late that it was almost more of a fall where he leaned forward and just laid the stick out, and he just got a piece of Nelson's shot. There's nothing that Nelson could have done. It was a great play by Crosby. Crosby in this series, I have... I know that he hasn't really... he, He scored the one goal. The one goal he scored was unbelievable. Reaching yeah. around Andy Green with the tip. I don't know how he did that. There's some plays that he makes where it hasn't led to a goal yet that are just like jaw-dropping, just gorgeous. I've never seen a player able to manipulate the puck with his stick so quickly. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, McDavid, of course, is great and the best all-around player. He's, he's so explosive with the puck. His shot's mm-hmm. amazing, and he's so great at skating and, and puck handling. But to be able to just, like... Oh, I'm at a weird angle right now. The puck hopped on my stick not even a tenth of a second ago. I'm going to throw it like in a really good area where I could score. There's no one like that. Yeah. I'm oh, this puck is off. This is, this is a really bad pass. Or it's, a really big, it's a really bad shot pass, but I want to try and deflect it towards the net, and I have to get it there as quickly as possible. It, I trust Crosby to do that better than anybody else. He's amazing. Yeah. And it's really stinks that he's on Pittsburgh because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's rough playing him in the same division and Ovechkin forever. Right. So it's tough between those two teams. And the Rangers were good almost our whole lot. Uh, not our whole lives, but there was a nice five, six-year stretch where the Rangers were very good. Yeah, and then this year we had to deal with Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak. Yeah, right. And, and, then this year you, yeah, and now this year you have to deal with the Bruins, which, you know, they've been, you know, injuries galore. But you still have to deal with them. You know, yeah. they're not a bad team. Right. And... Honestly, like we should not be playing Pittsburgh right now. You had you had the opportunity to not play them if you just played some better hockey down the stretch. If you had just beaten Buffalo and New Jersey, we could have been playing Washington right now. Yeah. I would 
We'd much rather be Washington. Yeah, we would. Okay, our coach coached them. He knows them so well. I to me, that's not a series that, that you're gonna lose. They're better than Washington. They are. I think. I think. I still think the Islanders are the best team in the division right now. If Boston is healthy, then it's Boston. Yeah, but they're also not only supposed to be in the division, so it's weird. Right, but, but as of right as, now, the way it is that the division is laid out currently, I think Boston is the best team when fully healthy. The Islanders are second when fully healthy because that's Anders Lee yeah. in the mix because he's a huge difference maker. Oh yeah, if we had Anders Lee, we'd be up at least two one in the series. Yeah, I don't think people understand the impact that he has. Honestly, as a fan who watches like every game, I didn't understand the impact. Me either. I didn't know until we didn't have him. I knew he was a physical presence and he was important, for sure. But if you ask me who was the most important forward that you have, I would have said Matt Barzell. Yeah. He's not. He's not no, even close. He's not, yeah, he's not even close. No, because if you take Lee out, it renders Barzell almost useless. It's what I've learned. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. We need Leo Komarov on the house for him to do well. To yeah, do well. and I think that this year goes to show that we need to acquire another big body yeah, to play that is. role on is. a different line. And we need to figure out who that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, Van Riemsdyk. Yeah, I know JVR would be great. I don't even know what his contract situation is because they're tight right now with money, the Islanders. So I don't really know how that would work or right now. So he signed a five-year, $35 million contract. So that's seven per. That is a lot. Yeah, we can. We Here's can. the thing. Like the jumbo po- like forward, the power forward, like they're not a po- it's not popular anymore. Yeah. So he's in the third year of it, and there's two more left. Maybe we can like restructure. Uh, okay, so there's. Okay, so he's in the third year. So there's only two years left at six million per. Oh, sorry, but the cap hit is is seven. So it's seven million per year. Yeah, they don't have the money to bring in a guy like that. So yeah. I I don't really know. Do we have to pay Pelic and Pulak this year? I think we do. Uh, I'm not sure. There's yeah, I, we have to pay almost everyone, but it's not like the big contract. It's like the, the we have a lot of restricted free agents. Yeah. So. I don't really know what 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 the move is going to be this off season, but I feel good about them next year. See, they wanted to acquire Mark Stone, if you remember at the deadline yeah. a couple years ago, instead of Pajo, and that probably would have been a better pickup. I love Pajot, but Mark Stone is right, and filthy. he right, but he play, but he's more of a power forward. Yeah, and he plays like a league, but he's more skilled. But yeah. he's not as physical. He's like in the middle of the two. Mm-hmm. So the Kachuk twins, or brothers rather, honestly, Ryan Getzlav actually, I would not mind for a year. Yeah, just to just be like, I, well, go, I, I go be a big body. Picking him up before the deadline, honestly. Yeah, or because Zajac is useless. Right, or, cry, or even a Kreider. Like, yeah, go create space down there. Kreider's good. They're using him well now. They're starting putting him right, right. He's been Heck, even Ryan now. Reeves, I wouldn't mind. Just, yeah, Blake Wheeler, even him. Hopefully oh, better. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully better than Andrew Ladd. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get me started. But, you know, that, that's not a bad idea either. So there, so there are some guys out there, perhaps, that they can make a move for. The problem is if they cost any amount of money... We are not gonna be able to afford it, right? So maybe like an old older guy like Getzloff that's not really worried about the money right now and just wants to. Yeah, win. I don't even know what his current contract status is, but if it's you know reasonable, then I'd be willing to bring him in. Yeah, 
But it's, you know what, whatever Grandpa Lou thinks is what we're going to get, and it's probably what's best. Like, whatever he decides. And also, also we got to worry about the expansion draft, who we're going to keep, who we're going to protect, who we're not going to protect. So Getslav is going to be 36 and an unrestricted free agent this year. Okay. That's probably a good move, in my opinion. I think that's a good move. Because he's one of those you can play for, like, you know, he could play right wing, left wing, and, and he can play center. Um, I don't really want to, the honors pissed me off last night. Let's just, let's just go on something else here. Uh, baseball, Mets are hot. Yankees are hot. Yeah, the Mets are hot, but in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> in a very weird they, way. They look like a double A team I'm right seeing now. guys that I didn't even know were in the organization. Same there. thing the Yankees outfield. I'm seeing a bunch of random faces I've never even seen before. But, uh, Yankees pitching is actually good. They have the lowest ear rate in the, in the American League rounds. They have 3.37 I believe. Uh, Cole and Kluber are carrying especially after Cole's no-hitter the other night, which was phenomenal to see. And Herman has been doing pretty well. It's just Tyone is so inconsistent. I know it's the yeah, year, first the year after Tommy John. So I'm trying to be a little more lenient but we're, just, we're losing games because of it. I don't. It's it's annoying. Montgomery's inconsistent too. I just I don't know why we're not giving Debbie Garcia a shot at all. They gave him one, and then they just sent him down right after it. Right. Yeah. That's not enough time to to really try and make an impact. Even even if you want to throw him in the pen, go ahead. I just want him here. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. I don't blame you. I mean, it's been it's been tough. For the Yankees, of course, you Slow know. start. Yeah. Um. You should have Voight back, so that's good. Sanchez got hurt, which is actually good because then he doesn't play. Now I'm not hoping he gets hurt. I just don't want him playing. But now we we have to see Kyle Gashioka catch, and honestly, I think that's one of the main reasons Kluber had a no hitter because oh, yeah. he had Kyle Gashioka calling the game, not. Gary Sanchez because he's horrendous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. You know, we've been talking about it for years that Higgy should be their starter and not uh, even Sanchez. And we even thought Roman back in the day yeah. should have been the starter. We were like, oh my gosh, like this guy cannot. I play. wanted Kratz last year to catch over Gary Sanchez, Eric Kratz. I Eric didn't Kratz. care. Literally anyone but Gary Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him. He would single-handedly lose his games at the plate and both behind the dish because he would just drop the ball, not block it, and then he'd strike out like six times. Yeah, he was, he was awful. You, you know, the Mets, they've been good. I'm so thrilled that it stinks that they didn't win that final game in Atlanta. The sweep yeah. would have been so sweet. Yeah, it would have been. But you know what? At the end of the day, taking two out of three with guys that I could have played baseball with, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't complain. At all, Jonathan VR has been on fire. Yeah, I love this guy. I love so this good. guy. I know he almost gets picked off a lot, but he didn't get picked off, so it's fine. I like the way he runs the bases when you don't include getting possibly picked off. He's Other a good base runner. He's, he's just a little aggressive, but you have to be. Yeah, I. You know what? Yeah. No one's throwing him out yet. So go ahead, run around. So Lindor has been a massive disappointment. A yeah, massive yeah. disappointment. Like, this is where you need the $32 million a year player to step up and hit the freaking baseball. 
Like yeah. a little bit. I'm not asking for you to, you know, carry the offense, bat 500, and hit a home run every night. No, 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 no. I want you on base like one to two times a night. Yeah. I want you in scoring position at least once mm-hmm. or on base twice and then see what happens behind you. This is where Dom Smith and Pete Alonso need to actually hit some home runs. Yeah. They, they actually need to hit some home runs. Like, yeah. come on. It's time for you guys to start hitting the ball. Yeah, striking eventually this luck is going to, like, kind of run out. Like, Pat Mazika, he's playing every night. I don't know what's going on. Right. Like, let's like, like, like let's just break down. For those of you who maybe have lost track or don't know, because it's easy to lose track even if you watch them every night. Like, who's not in there? So, right now, so right now, McCann has been in there a, a bit sporadically but Tomas Nito's been playing his butt off so now he might play more and you can't sit him when he's been hitting so well considering the rest of the lineup when you hear it so first base is fine so they have both of them still so they have Alonzo and Dom you know so they have both their first basemen so that's fine McNeil out Cano of course suspended from the beginning of the season all right now now granted you might not end up with another player because Cano is out and you don't have to pay him this year but granted he is a contributor when he plays so I'll leave him in yeah Lindor's playing, but you may as well not be. Yeah. Honestly. Davis. No J.D. Davis at third. So now VR is stepping into that role, but well, now he's also playing second. Well, like, it's a whole thing. He's going off, so it's, it's kind of okay. Right. So that's, yo, so, so he's been fine because he could play every day regardless of who's healthy. Yeah, Honestly, right. it's time for McNeil to sit if he doesn't get his act together. Yeah. Or, or, or J.D. Davis. I mean, you just put in VR and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Left field is Dom Smith, who we know is not the greatest of defenders, right? No, Obviously not. not. Nimmo in center, out. Kevin Pillar in center, who heated up, out. Conforto in right, out. Albert, Al- Alberto Almora Jr., maybe, you know, the depth piece that you signed, out. Everyone is out. Oh, so who's playing in the outfield, you ask? Well, who, who do they have? They trade the for, Ka- for Cameron Maven. Right, they, right, fine. They traded for Cameron Maven. I'm very happy with it, and I think he's going to stick around, actually. Yeah, he's not a bad player. I yeah. loved him when he was with the Yankees. He was great. Yeah, so that's fine. Okay, here's the deal, though. Before they got Cameron Maven in the building, because there was, like, a few days where they didn't even have him, mm-hmm. they had a combination of Joneshwi Fargus. I, how do you I, say it? I don't know who that is. I'm just going on there. It's John and then Eshwi. <laughs> Those letters don't go in a row. It looks like you hit the keyboard by accident, is his name. John Eshwi Fargus. Fargus is playing. He's awful, by the way. He's awful. Yeah, you know, but I don't blame him. Is he's playing? He's in a job that he's it's way above his head. It's not his fault. So Fargus, Fargus is playing. We actually the other day got Jake Hager in the mix. Who's I that? Know, I don't even know. Yeah, who I don't is. know who that is. I can't tell you. I that's all I know about him. That's his name, Hager, and Khalil Lee, who they traded for. If I mean, if you're kind of a deep fan, you might know. This. So in in the Benintendi trade. Where the Red Sox sent Andrew Benintendi to the Royals, it was a three-way deal, and the Mets were involved, and the Mets actually got Khalil Lee in that deal yeah, from was, the Royals. Yeah, he was a player to be named later. Yeah, he was a player to be named later. Dude can't hit, no, at all, which is fine because he's basically a child right now. So mm-hmm. no, he can't hit at the major league level. Let me tell you something: he he can defend at the major league level. He is an above average, a far above average corner outfielder defensively at the major league level right now. So that's been exciting to see. He's made some huge catches that have won, that won them the uh, the second Braves game. Huge catches. So you love to see that. So you're like, oh, okay. So th- all right. So they have some offensive pieces out. You think, okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not just they have some offensive pieces out. 
the best pitcher in baseball hasn't has missed what two starts now. Yeah. So it's been rough not and having been taken to run. out of the one before. So basically three. Right. So it'd be like two and a half ish yeah. starts. Right. That he's missed. Okay. So how about the other guy step up? Strowman. It's going a little cold right now. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Walker, who's been just coming up aces all year, out. All right. yeah. yeah, out. It's like what. What can you do? Okay, well then, how about Carrasco, who you traded for? Out. He's supposed how, to come back. Yeah, has, even, has not even started this year. Was supposed to come back. That got pushed back. Yeah. Well, okay, but then how about Syndergaard? Yeah, oh, he hasn't been pitching the entire year. Oh, yeah, he hasn't pitched once. Oh, okay. Well, then turn to the bullpen. They've been really good, right? Oh, you need someone to get out of a big inning? Well, why don't we go to Seth Lugo? Oh, that's right. We can't, because he's out. Okay. Fine. You know what? Fine. You know what? We signed Batanzas. Let's give him a shot. Wait, you can't. That's right. He's on the 60-day deal. You can't. He's out. It's just everyone is... I'm sure I'm leaving someone off, too. Like, I, I bet you I'm leaving someone off this list because it's so extensive. Hey, you might be. I probably yeah. am. It's just so extensive at this point of who's out. It's about half the roster. It's about half the roster. It's like the only guy who's healthy is like Joey Lucchese, which... Just get hurt because so you're terrible. Oh my god, Joey Lucchese might be the worst pitcher in baseball. He's awful. I needed you guys to. I wanted two. I wanted you guys to beat the Rays twice. They should have. Eventually, just once, you got swept by the Rays. Because swept by the Joey Rays. Lucchese is the worst pitcher I've ever seen in my yeah, entire Joey life. Joey Lucchese is awful. They left in Peterson way too long in that game. Who's been up and down? Most uh, mostly up compared to down, but his downs have been down. Yeah, like bad down. Games. So he's he's had some bad games. He's had some good ones. I like David Peterson a lot. I think he's a nice. I think he's gonna be like a number three, number two starter one day. Mm-hmm. And right now he's like a four. Yeah. With 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 a lot of upside, and I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like the way I like the way he throws. He doesn't throw too hard, but. When he's on and he actually has command of the zone and he's mixing in his speeds and he's hitting his spots, he's great. Yeah, he'll be fine. I don't care who he's playing against; he'll be fine. But when he's loses the zone for a little bit, because he'll get like an inning a game where he'll just lose the zone, it's bad. Yeah, because you don't have like you know the Degrom Syndergaard stuff where if you miss, well, it's fine because you throw a hundred miles an hour. No, he doesn't throw like that. Yeah, so he needs to be able to have command. But you know the Mets up and down. It's been it's been up and down, it was a slow start, but then they caught fire. Now the injuries and they're still winning some games. If they could just survive the injuries, they go five hundred with the injuries. If they go just go five hundred with the injuries, yeah, if they just middle just middle through just you know here and there, you know they're just like middling. Win you know, a big win game here, here loss there. here, win here, loss there. They'll yeah. be okay. Win just win the divisional series. You can lose the rest of them and it's fine. Everything will be fine. You took two out of three from the Braves. I thought I might get in a bet for the Mets at some point. Like, there's just <laughs> nobody there. And you may as well, honestly. You may as well. Instead of letting Lindor get up, honestly, give me in a bet. What, what's going to happen? The same thing. What's going to happen? Probably. <laughs> yeah. The pitcher might miss the zone and I could walk, right? Because yeah. he'll do that sometimes. Or he'll strike out, which is what I'll do. So, let's. why not? Like, yeah. let's just give me a shot. Yeah, I think it'd be fun, but no. Give me the ball, Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. We'll have you throwing it. Any every time Lucchese goes out the pitch, we'll have you go out. Yeah, instead. And well, I'll what's catch. gonna happen? Probably gonna get shelled just like Lucchese because right. I shouldn't be nailing back. We haven't <laughs> done this in a while. So how about the heroics of Patrick Mazika, by the way? Yeah, the guy 
didn't have a hit in his first four at-bats, but yet had three RBIs, two of them game-winning RBIs. Then he gets up a fifth time and he hits a home run. This guy I, is I, I just can't say no He's crazy. Yeah, it's very, it's a very weird Mets. It's a very Mets story. It is. It's a very Mets. He looks story. like he shouldn't be playing baseball. Right. He doesn't look the right part. when he's swinging the bat. Like my no. swing, I have to say, like watching him swing the bat. Obviously, he's a more talented athlete and a better player than I ever was and ever will be. But just the, our hitting mechanics, my mechanics were better than his. I think my swing looked better, and I couldn't hit a damn baseball. Right. Exactly. So. I, I just don't like the way he swings the bat, but you know what? Like if it works, it works. There's magic to him, so ride the wave because you need every bit of help that you can get right now. And if Mazika's going to be our third catcher, whatever, he's our third catcher. I don't really care. Because if you get down to your third catcher, whatever, the season's pretty much over anyway. Does he play anything else? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't play anywhere else. Oh, God. Oh, wait, does he play shortstop? No, uh... I heard uh, Degrom did. Yeah, Degrom did. Honestly, <laughs> like here's the deal. So Degrom's still batting 500, right? So if Degrom could play shortstop on his off days from pitching, I think we'd have a really good lineup. I so if you basically show Ayatani, Jacob Degrom. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Degrom's better than him on both sides of the ball. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's batting 500. Yeah, he has a higher average, so Degrom's better. Degrom's yeah. just just Degrom better. Just whatever you're gonna put after Degrom's better. Like seriously though, like like is this Cy Young thing even gonna be a question? A couple of, like I know Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are pitching really well right now. I don't even care. Like I don't. Care. And I know Bowers like ooh, ooh, ooh Trevor Bauer. Like yeah, that's nice. Like, like they're do you really think they're gonna keep it up? No, yeah, I, I, I don't. I can finish like a one. I'm not even kidding. Like Degrom could actually finish with the ERA in the low ones, and I wouldn't be surprised. It's gonna be like a one two. Yeah, one, with the way three. the baseball's moving this year. Yeah, all the no hitters can't hit the if ball. If Degrom doesn't get a no hitter, so often. If Degrom doesn't get a no hitter, I actually, I, w- I wouldn't say I, you know, I wouldn't say oh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't throw a no hitter because like it's still more likely than not. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be floored, but I'd be like, huh? Like I kind of feel like every time he goes out, that he might get one. That like that's how he's I feel. So like, dominant. He's, honestly, I wouldn't. So yeah, you feel he's that so way. He's so dominant. He's I head feel, and shoulders above every other pitcher in the league. Like the people that think Garrett Cole's better, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm sorry, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah, if you think anyone is near, I'm not saying like, oh, like this guy's better, that guy's better. Like no, like you're a mental patient if you think that. If yeah. you think someone's on the same level, like oh, like Degrom's one A, this guy's one B. No, no. Like there's not even a guy. It's Degrom, and then there's a next set which is like Cole with Bieber right below that, yeah. just right below it. And then there's, you know, the top pitchers in baseball below them, and then everyone else. Yeah, right. Everyone else. DeGrom is two levels removed away from, like, you know, the elite pitcher, like the U Darvishes of the world. Yeah. He's two levels removed from that. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Yeah, you're just you're, wrong. You're just wrong. There, there's no opinion. This is a one-way debate. You're it's wrong. And I don't even want to talk to you. If that's <laughs> your opinion, because it's stupid. Oh, Kevin Pillar, right? Oh, no, wait, I said no, him. I said him. I was thinking of guys that might still be here. Oh, yeah, so... You know, rest in peace, Pilar's face. Did anyone else yeah. see oh his face? Yeah, oh my god, he got my destroyed. God. Gushing blood. Gushing blood. Him. That savage of a human, though, walks into the clubhouse the next day. He's like, so am I in the lineup? No. No, we no. not. <laughs> you look like an eggplant. You look like hit by no. a bus. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I know. He he looks like a rotten plum. And uh, he's like, am I playing today? No, no, you're not playing today. You out of your mind? Why do you even want to play today? Yeah, that's crazy. But like, talk about a guy who just like, just wants to play. 
Yeah. I mean, good for him because he was starting to play every day, and that's what he was trying to get to. He was trying to be an everyday starter, and I think you need hungry guys like that mm-hmm. and competition. Like, to me, you can't have Brandon Nimmo sitting there like, oh, if I go two for my next 20, like, I'm definitely going to be in the lineup the next yeah. day. No, I don't want that. I, want... I don't think Nimmo's like that, though. No, I'm not saying Nimmo is a guy I, like yeah, that. I... I'm just saying, like, for example, I don't want complacency. Right. Like, I want Dom. Like, what I like about Dom Smith is that he pushes Alonzo. Yeah. And what I like about Alonzo is he pushes Dom Smith. Yeah. I, so I, that's my favorite part of their whole dynamic is that, they're, is that you know, like, they're teammates and they coexist, and you can tell that they like each other. But the thing is, is that it's great that we have a spot for both of them. Right. But if one of them really starts to suffer, you know that you can move the other one into their spot. Yeah. Specifically Dom to Pete. Because, we'll, oh, okay, we'll just have Dom play first, and then we'll just throw someone else out in the outfield who can defend, and then we'll get more defense out there. Yeah. Right? And when you play American League teams, they can both play, especially when there's a righty on the mound, so Dom can just DH. Right, exactly. Exactly. So you can always have a DH. Which, also, shout out Pete Alonso for the defense this year. He's been very good defensively. Yeah, a lot of people knock him for his defense. I don't. Un- I never understood he's, why. He's really held his own out there. Even his rookie year, people always stinks defensively. It's not that he stinks. I think you might be watching Freddie Freeman too often. <laughs> I think that might be the problem, or you're watching Paul Goldschmidt or something. I don't really know what it is, because those guys are incredible. Or Matt Olson, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's not that type of defender. It's you know That's fine. You don't have to be Matt Olson. No. Okay. But he's very good. He's very good over there now. I th- yeah, he's an he above is. average defensive he's first baseman. He saved base himself some games. He has. He scores, missed a throw, and he saved your ass. Right. He's more. He's and saved he's us more with his glove than his bat so far this year. Which is crazy. Which is crazy to think about and surprising. But so far he has. Do I think that's going to continue? No. But I I've been impressed. I've been impressed. He he said you know his goal is to win a Gold Glove with you know Votto and. Freeman. And, I highly doubt it. And the National League. I don't see an avenue for that to happen. And Goldschmidt, I don't see it as, as a possibility right now. And if Maybe he, in the future? Yeah, in a couple of years. We'll yeah, see. in a couple of years. If, Fre- yeah, well, if Freeman is not... It, like, if Freeman, you know, is hurt for a little bit, and Goldschmidt is, you know, you know, not on the Cardinals anymore, why not? It's possible. Why not? Who's better? Reese Hoskins? No, he's awful. Uh, he's, he's awful defensively. He, he can't field. He's Zeus Aguilar with the Marlins? No. No. And, and, you know, Bellinger's not over at first anymore, so you don't have to worry about him. Freddie's still there. Hosmer's good, too. That's the other thing. Hosmer's uh, good. Yeah. But he's getting older, too. So I can see Pete moving into his prime and taking up that mantle and winning a gold glove. Not every year, but I think he's going to be up there. Yeah, it's possible. I think he's going to get a top three consideration at some point. Doesn't uh, Max Muncy play first? For yeah, he does. Dallas? Yeah, he's good, I don't know who he is defensively. I don't think I don't he's. Watch. Yeah, I, yeah, he's not. You know, Bellinger or Goldschmidt or no. Olsen or any of those guys. So I don't. You know, I don't think it's out of the realm possibility for him to win a Gold Glove there. I think that'd be fine. So I think he's got a shot. I don't know. We'll see. The bullpen for the Mets has been great. The other day it wasn't so great. Why? Because. Uh, May faltered a little bit the night before. Yeah. And you couldn't go back to him, and then, someone in pitch ball. I think it was Familia. Yeah, no, he didn't pitch well, but he ended up getting the win, I think, of the save. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. In, it, it, was, it was game three of the series. Oh, we Tommy had... Hunter, right? No, 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 Tommy Hunter was great. How, how well, funny is that no, guy? He home run, so. How funny is that guy? He gets his first major league hit, and if you saw the post-game press conference, oh my God, they were asking funny. about it, like, dude was cursing, he was like, oh, greatest thing I've ever done, man, greatest baseball memory. 
He's like, oh, great, my son won't think I'm a loser. Yeah. I was like, what? He's like, how old's your son? He goes, five. What? <laughs> your son's five? Like, you're his dad. You should be Superman right now, regardless of what you do. Yeah. You're a pro athlete. You should really be Superman. He's like, yeah, dad, you don't even hit. Like, imagine your five-year-old is just like, he's just roasting you every time you come home. Like, he's like, hey, son, like, I struck out, like, two guys. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't even hit. <laughs> and they don't let you hit because you suck, dad. <laughs> what a non-athlete. <laughs> like, what, what is this five-year-old going to say? I don't know, but good for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him that he got his hit. He seemed hyped. So that's awesome. I think Sean Reed Foley, like, you you really have to be a Mets fan to know who this is, but Sean See, Reed Foley. I don't know who that is. Right. Uh, so they picked him up from the Blue Jays. Guy, guy can play. Guy is a good relief pitcher. I really like him. He's been pitching like three-ish innings at a time. So here's the deal. I think that you can either put him in more high leverage situations or what you could do, and I'm kind of siding with right now because of all the starting pitching injuries, is that Gazelman and Reed Foley split a start. Yeah. And you try to make them go a, com- a combo of Seven, if not four, uh, if not, if not seven, then six innings between the two. Yeah, it's not bad. And then like that's just like it's like a starting pair, and then they pitch one other time throughout the week each. Yeah. Right. So they can pitch idea. one. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I like them. Lucchese can be can 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 go down to the minors if he wants. I don't want to even see him. I don't know what's going on with Jordan Yamamoto. Maybe he's hurt or something, and that I'm not aware of. But I don't know why he hasn't been called up yet. Today? Oh, Yamamoto? No, he's fine. And actually, you know, it's funny. Two days ago, there was an article released. He uh, deserves another opportunity. And then yesterday, an update. Mets plan to pitch Jordan Yamamoto this week. Yeah, oh, okay, up. great. So he might actually be coming in. Which is what, That's you know. Nice to say. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Because he was decent. And I think he definitely deserves another shot. Yeah, I don't know why. He's a young guy, too. Yeah, yeah. He's 25, so if he, like, you know, if he really finds himself in the next year or two, we might end up with another starting pitcher in his prime. Yeah. So I definitely think you give him more shots than Lucchese, who's terrible. I'm done with him already. He, he's just like the new Stephen Metz. He really is just the new <laughs> Stephen Metz, who's awful, by the way. He's he stinks. So he's so awful. God, he's terrible. So Metz got... A Marlins series on the weekend. Yeah, so they need to win that series. Yankees have the White Sox, so Yankees tonight. It's Montgomery versus Rodon. Probably not going on that one, unless we get to the bullpen early, which I doubt, because they strike out too much to even work the count up. And then tomorrow, Cole versus Cease. We have Cole, and he had a last uh, against the Rangers, but if he's on, I don't see why we lose that game. And then Sunday, Keiko versus Tyone. We'll see. It's a coin flip. You don't even know what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Both really pitches are bad right now. So, Tyler's got a four-four-four ERA. He's three and one, but record doesn't really matter. Tyler's got a five-seven-three. Yikes! Oh my God, he's awful. I mean, the Mets need to jump out to a win tonight. I mean, they got Stroman on the bump, so against Jordan Holloway. So I'm thinking that it's gonna be a win. Yeah. Uh, and this is likely gonna be a bullpen game here for the Marlins, so I expect them to win this game. Yeah. So we'll uh, see what happens. I know who's pitching right now. It's, uh, yeah, oh yeah, Holloway, right? You said that. Yeah. So he's probably going to start, and then, you know, they'll go with the rest of their bullpen, which isn't good. So they should win. Mar- Marlins are sneaky okay. They're, like, yeah, pretty they, okay. They made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I know they made it last year, but in a 60 game season, you say anything can happen. And like, they got in. 
Yeah, but they're for real. Like they're a solid little club. Like they're not like the like they're not the bottom dregs of the league. They're no. not. They're not the Orioles, Tigers. Even they're... Washington now. Like, yeah, Washington so... stinks. Pittsburgh, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. They're not any of those I clubs. I honestly don't think Baltimore is even like the scum of the league anymore. Like yeah, Baltimore like, they got a nice is... little team there too. Like a tough out. They are a tough. Yeah, Cedric Mullins, Santander. Yeah, they do. They do. Especially if Adley Rush, if Adley Rushman works out and oh he pans God. out and he's a star and he's like their next Weeders, Baltimore might have a nice little club coming up. Yeah, soon. John Means is good. Yeah, so they have an ace. So they have John Means. So that's like the hardest thing usually to find is like that legit number one like right. go to him starting pitcher, which they have in John Means, in my opinion. I think they found him, yeah, which is great. He's really good. They might have Cedric. Mullen, I think Cedric Mullins yeah, is a center really fielder good. for a long time. Yeah, he's good. So you have that solved. At first. Yeah, so you have Mancini at first. Hopefully he's still around, you know, to help everything. All that works out. Yeah. Which has been nice to see so far. But then you have Mullins in center field, and you might have Adley Rushman, who might be a legit catcher. Like a yeah. legit star. Like so if you have potential. a center fielder and a catcher like that, and, a good, and, and then you have an ace, you just need a couple of pitches to go around means. And then all the, the yeah, and then just the middle of the field. Who's playing short right now? Galvis. I think it's Galvis. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Is is they need a shortstop? Yeah, they're they they're like oddly old, like an old team. It feels weird to say that. Like they're old, but they're young at the same time. Yeah, they have a lot of old veterans and then a lot of really young guys. Yeah, it's a mix. There's not many middle aged. Yeah, there's no one. Baltimore Orioles right now. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's an interesting spot for them to be. Uh, Santander also, man, that guy yeah, can play. Bright. That guy can play. Yeah, really, good. really good player. He's good. Yeah, he's hurt right now, but he's. Good. I know. So they have two thirds of their outfield like done. Ryan yeah. Mount, they, they, they got to get rid of Mount Castle. He's, yeah, he's he just can't a play. DH right now. Yeah, yeah, guy can't play. Also, their number two pitcher is Matt Harvey. Like they got right, Matt. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So the so they have the hardest part of the rotation done. Now they got to get the depth. So they need a, a Robin to means his Batman, and then they need to fill out the rest of the rotation. Yeah, it's gonna take some. No, time. no, they have worked to. I mean, we'll see. Can Mikael Franco actually be an everyday third baseman at the major league level? I don't know. So that might even need to be looked at. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah, happens. they yeah they have a lot of work to do, but I like some of the pieces they've had. And last year, I mean, the cupboard was bare. Like they had no one. Yeah, like, they were literally horrendous. nobody. So they've improved quite a bit. They were actually a free win. Yeah, last year they were essentially a free win. If you had, if you were a somewhat okay team, they were a free win. And I'm shocked how well the Royals are playing. They're under 500 now. They're starting. I know they're under 500 now, and they're starting to like come back down to earth. I was impressed with the start they got off to. Yeah. I figured that they would stink. What's going on with the Twins? Someone explain. I don't I, know. I can't figure it out. They like. I guess they just like, can't pitch right now. Is that it? Like, is it? I don't met, watch many Twins games. Neither do I. But from what I've seen, it must be the pitching though, right? Because that lineup, I feel like they have to hit. Good. They've lost so many games this. Yeah, season. they're awful. Like off, like they might even it might even be too bad for them to come back because they're like fifteen under almost. Yeah. They're around that, yeah. They're six and fourteen this month. Yeah, they're. It's bad. Bad. That's really bad. Really bad. So I don't know what the problem is. For them, I know Maeda has, has been rough. Is is going off to a rough start. Yeah, I so, dropped him in fantasy. I'm mad at him. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> 
I've been dropping them in fantasy. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their problem is, man. Just can't figure it out. Because when you look at their roster, and I know that Buxton is playing his butt off. Like, guy is crazy. He got hurt, right? Didn't he? Or is he back? I think he's back. You know, they have Cruz, Asadio has been playing well. Right, yeah. Donaldson is, yeah. you know... Doing Donaldson things, you know, five home runs at this point with two fifty seven. You know, yeah, Miguel Sano is heating up. He's going off. Yeah, Kyle Garlic has been meh, not awful. Simmons hasn't really been hitting, but you know he's he never good. really was able to. Yeah, I know he never really was able to. Honestly, it's Garver and Kepler each hitting two hundred and two hundred two. Sano one seventy six. Like that's where the problem. It seems like depth is their problem. Yeah. Right now, it seems like that seems to be the issue. So, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 see how that plays out. I I'm surprised that that team is not playing better though. Yeah, the pitching is like kind of the problem. You know, Barrios with a three nine one ERA. Not awful. That's not, Maeda's is high. Yeah, but when is high. yeah, but out of an ace, you need it to be better. Yeah. I mean, Pineda's at a two seven nine, and Taylor Rogers is at two six five. So that's not so bad. Yeah, Rodgers is a relief. So what the heck is going on with this team? Oh, Hap stinks. Hap stinks. And, P- and Shoemaker's and got a 6. Like, oh, okay. 5. Okay. Yeah, Myers right. is way too high. So that's making there. sense. So there's yeah, Myers to... is a 5 two, six. Like, they, they, they can't stop a number. Right, game. right. Okay, so Robles... Oh, my and God. Rodgers is a closer. So with, as a 2 six, 5 is a closer, I just... Yeah, it's still good. It's still fine. Yeah, but Hansel Robles at a 3, it's okay. I can't stand Alex Colum. Yeah, Pineda's hurt right now. You know, Alex Colum also is supposed to be a big part of the bullpen, 4-4. You know, that's kind of an issue right there. Yeah, And also, hard. you know, Cody Stashik is supposed to be pretty decent, 6.6. I don't know who, I don't even know who Randy Dobnak is, but he's pitching seven games as an 8 ERA. Wow. Derek this, Law, 8.5. Yeah, they're, they have an awful bullpen. They have awful, like, pitching staff in general. It's so yeah, but cool. even Brandon Waddle has gotten into four games and his ERA is an 11.25. Like, that's yes. not okay. So it seems like anytime they ask someone to fill in a role, like a role, little small pitching role, that they, they don't have anyone for that. And those are, you know, there's some critical big innings that you're going to need where the, you really don't have lively arms to go and get them, so you have to ask those who don't pitch too often to fill in, and they... It seems like they're not really doing well there, and their starters haven't been working. Their bullpen has been even worse. So I guess it was the pitching, as we suspected. Yeah. So we'll see how this plays out. Zach Wilson picked his number. Number two. Number two. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's get it where he was drafted. Hopefully he's good. Oh, it's, oh wait. I can't believe We forgot the biggest news of the day. What? Oh, my God. Y- y- you don't know the biggest news? Tim Tebow's a Jacksonville Jaguar. <laughs> oh, Tim Tebow's going to get cut by the Jaguars in a couple months. He's no, number, I heard he's number five in jersey sales already in the league. No, I think it was all of the top five jerseys were variations of a Jacksonville Jaguar Tim Tebow jersey. Oh, really? I, that's what I think it was. For like a day. I don't know how Oh, I thought he was like all league. I thought he was like there. Here's the deal, folks. If you like Tim Tebow that much, don't. <laughs> like just why? I saw this report today that uh the the Jets tried turning Tebow into a tight end like 2012, and the results were just horrendous, horrendous. Like they just didn't work out. But then again, it was the Jets. 
But it's also the Jaguars we're talking about. It was also 2012. We're I know. 2021. He's in his 30s now. He, he's, he's coming out of... He he's has a, to go from a baseball body to a football body that was, now. That was nine years ago. Yeah. He has to go... And then he has All to right. go from well, a to base- be fair, the baseball body, football body, he never had the baseball body. He didn't really have a football body either. The dude is just a very, very good athlete that doesn't really have a niche he in anything. He should be playing a professional sport. He's not really... Yeah, he's not really... He's just not a professional athlete. Which is okay. Like, he's at the level to be an athlete professionally. Like, he's athletic enough, but there, he doesn't have a niche, a position. He doesn't have something where he fits completely. Right. He's just, he's a very impressive athlete because he's almost an NFL quarterback. He's almost a Major League Baseball player. And he's almost an NFL tight end. That's really impressive. Yeah. That's more impressive to me than a lot of guys who were like, long-term players in one position that are just solid players. Right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more impressed with Tim Tebow than, like, Rob Gazelman. You know what I mean? I'm more impressed with him... I I, I, I was going to say Brett Gardner, but no. No, he was... Because he, 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 he had a long... And then, like, Mike Talkman. Yeah, like that's about the line. He's like a Mike Talkman level to me, isn't it? Like I'm, imp- I am impressed with Tebow. He was in a, one of the greatest co- college quarterbacks of all time. You can't deny it. He and, was. He, and, was, he and was great he, in college. And he won a playoff game. Granted, like the way those receivers were over that freaking uh, murder squad, literally that they yeah, had. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. God didn't go down to Florida with the Gators. <laughs> No, no, he did not. Is it what's funny to me is this like this the the variation in uh, character on that team, where you have the pious Tim Tebow, yeah, who like wouldn't touch a fly, and then you yeah. just have a murderer. jail time, jail time, jail time, murderer, jail time, jail time, <laughs> like just across the roster and Tim Tebow, like it's such a weird juxtaposition of people that you had in that locker room. That's funny to me. Yeah, like know. not the murdering part, but well, like the the, fair, like the differences. To be fair, kill anyone until he's with the Patriots. So, well, that that we know. Of. I mean, he wasn't a cool guy. No, like, definitely. Yeah, like, I don't think you go from like, all right, like I'm, I'm, I would, you know, I'm not gonna break any rules to just full on murderer. I don't think that's what happens. No, I know he. he I know that Bill Belichick knew that he had issues. Oh yeah, when they think? drafted him. But I don't think he knew that he was going to kill people. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think Bill Belichick was like, you know, he kills people, and then he kills people, you know, and then we'll have to, like, release him, and then, yeah, because he kills people, and then we'll go to jail. Like, will we go to jail? No, we won't go to jail. Fine. Like, that, I don't think yeah. he was just, like, sitting there thinking about it. But, yeah, so he was a murderer. And, yeah, uh, yeah. so Tim Tebow played on his team. Not a lot of people talk about it. No. But let's... Let's bring it to light. So, yeah, yeah, I don't get the Tim Tebow thing. I don't get it. I don't get giving him attention. No, I don't know. I don't know why. Either. Everyone's like, Tim Tebow is a polarizing figure. Why? Why, why? why is he polarizing? You either love him or you hate him. I don't really care either yeah, way. I don't, I don't I think you have to love... Why do you... How do you hate... If you hate Tim Tebow, you're just a jerk. If you, yeah. Like, if you There's hate, no reason to hate Tim Tebow. I get hating the spectacle that is Tim Tebow, but to hate specifically Tim Tebow, why? What What is he doing that's so terrible? He's like, oh, I believe in God, and, and, and you know, all these teams keep giving me shots to play, and I think God put me on this earth for a reason. I don't think okay. he's right. 
because he's not a good athlete in any of the sports or positions in those sports that he plays. As a yeah. professional, he's he's not a professional athlete. But fine, he, he thinks God is putting him there to do it. Who cares? Right. Who cares? And I don't like the whole, you know, if Tebow gets a shot at tight end, Kaepernick should get a shot at quarterback. That's ridiculous. First of all, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not how that works at all. Like, Tim Tebow gets a shot to play tight end, maybe. You should no think problem. about the type of the guy way. that Tebow is and the type of guy Colin Kaepernick is before we even... Yeah, and that's Give, not even a knock yeah. on like Kaepernick's a bad person. I no. get what you're saying. I'm assuming what you're saying is the the headlines and distraction that comes with yeah. Colin Kaepernick. And I'm not saying that Tim Tebow comes with none of that. No, I know. But Tebow also comes with this leadership ability, apparently. I, I don't know the guy, but Urban Meyer swears by him as a leader. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And a crazy motivator that's going to get everyone hyped, and he's going to show young... A very young team had to become more like men and actually learn how to be professionals. He might not even make the team. So, so <laughs> if he just does that and can't play, that's worth it to the Jaguars. Yeah, they, Look, they need Urban Meyer like knows him best, and if he thinks it's going to help the football team, then, be. you know, you signed Urban Meyer and you gave him the full decision-making power. And if you said two weeks ago... Do you like every decision Urban has made in the draft? Most Jaguar fans would be like, yeah, I loved everything he's done so far. So you know what? Just just lie in wait and just watch how it plays out. He's probably getting cut. He's yeah. probably getting cut, and then this is all going to be a moot point anyway. So we'll see what happens. I think everyone just hold your horses. Wait a couple months. We'll get released. We'll come back as a coach or a, or a team consultant or in the front office or whatever. I don't really know. Is it possible that there's sort of some sort of pension thing where if Tebow like goes through this training camp and he makes it to a certain point that Tebow gets a pension from the NFL and then like financially helps? I don't know. Possible. Maybe there's something like that that he's just doing it for. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Because that's all. Because I know that they get pensions, so that's possible that it could be like a money thing long term. and He's just doing them a favor. Mm. I don't really know. That could be it. The whole Kaepernick should get to play just because he should get to play. He's it's over. guys. He's it's terrible. Over. He's terrible. He wasn't good when he was playing. He wasn't bad, but like, he not... caught lightning in a bottle for about a year and a half, and then they went try and win games. By the way, we're gonna make sure you can't run. And then they made sure he couldn't run, and he faltered. And then he had a couple years to get out of that, and he didn't, and that was it. I can see that happening a little more. Right, I can see that happening to Lamar Jack. Like, sometimes the league just needs to catch up on a guy for a second, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I know, yeah, I, and I know Jay Cutler got an opportunity to play over Colin Kaepernick. Do you want to know why Jay Cutler got an opportunity to play? Because Adam Gase was coach of the Dolphins at the time, and he coached Cutler in Chicago, and Cutler had his best statistical year under Adam Gase as his offensive coordinator, and he knew the playbook, and they just found out that Tannehill couldn't play. They need someone to come in immediately and play through that system, so they got Jay Collar. That's all that happened. Yeah. That's all that happened. It wasn't anti-Kaepernick. It was, we need a guy who knows what he's doing to play quarterback immediately. Right. And Gase likes his little Gase boys. His little, his little Gase he guys. His little David Fails. He li- yeah, he likes David Fails, and he, he likes... David Fails, his name is no, he's going to be good. Yeah, he's like, I don't want Jarvis Landry, I don't I don't want Sue, I don't want people with talent. No. Get him out of the building. Well, if you want that, that's free. But, right, so that's how he is. Well, uh, before we end here, wrap this up, uh, this just in. 
What's that? JT Romoto is heading to the 10-day injured list with a bone bruise in his left hand. So oh, good thing we didn't sign him. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, a little something for Mets fans to be a little, just put them away. Uh, yeah, I'm a little chipper about it. Like, I don't want guys to get hurt. Obviously, but, no. You don't want guys to get hurt. But I, speed but, recovery, but it helps. But, you know, what team. are you going to do? If someone's going to get hurt, it better, you know, if I got to pick who's going to get hurt. If someone's getting hurt, Regardless. like someone's getting hurt. Do you There's want one. it to be your team or do you want it to be a division rival? Well, you know, I'll pick the rival. Right. Because the Phillies are chasing us by a game and a half, I believe. Is it that close? Well, yeah, it's either a game and a half or a game. Yeah, it's a game and a half. Oh. So the Phillies are chasing us by a game and a half. They're right there. So if they start dropping games because they don't have their catcher in there, and we take care of the Marlins and we have the Braves again take care of them, you know, all of a sudden... You, like you might be looking at a 4-5 division yeah. lead between everybody else, and then they're beating up on each other, and then we could separate ourselves. So, sorry, JT Romoto. <laughs> like, yeah. it's kind of, oh, well. So, we'll see what happens. But here's the deal with the Mets that I'm not a huge fan of right now. So, they're 20-17, and 17, which is okay. Playoff-wise, the Giants are a little too hot for my liking. Because we, we, we all know they're not winning the division. The Dodgers, we all know the Dodgers are coming first. Are the first? Like, I know that the Padres I, I are coming second. Them. Probably the Padres. I could see the Giants coming in second. That was actually something I mentioned before the year. Like, watch out for yeah. the Giants to actually get in. I and people are like, what? What? Yeah, the Giants are actually a good team, turns out. The Brewers, to me, suck. Yeah. The Brewers suck. They have two guys in, in the consideration for Cy Young right now. They're 21 and 22. And You're awful. Yeah. You, have two pe- you have two guys... That could potentially be Cy Young. So they've been healthy the whole year, haven't really missed any starts. You're 21, 22, you're awful. Because they're not going to pitch like that the whole year. So you're terrible. Okay? They're, they're, they're going to stink. The Reds so, don't seem to be any good so, so far. So it's looking like the NL yeah, the Cubs are like leaders, it's going to be in no particular order. Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers. So that leaves... I, I hope so. I I don't count out the Braves. Really no, don't I count know, out the I Braves. I know, I know. They've they got a slow start. A lot of baseball left. A ton of baseball left. They it, can... They're pitching. They can figure it out. There's and, like 115 games left. Yeah, I know Ronald like, Cunha gets hurt like so every many. night, but like they'll be fine. I think you know what? But I would if I'm the Braves, I would trade Acuna's health for all the pitching to get the pitching back because that's the big problem that they have is they're scoring runs, but like they're starting to hit now. They're starting to score, but they're not pitching the way that they used to pitch. Yeah, like Morton's not having the year that everyone thought he could have. Right. So, again, it's still early. We'll see if he gets acclimated. Uh, he got hurt for a little bit. So, and now he's back, and he's pitching well. Soroka still hurt. He's on the 60-day DL now. It was a 10 start in the year. Now it's on the 60. So, they just got to get healthy pitching-wise. Right. But this is what encourages me. The Mets right now are not healthy. And where are they? They're in first place. And, and who they play? They play the Braves. Completely depleted with injuries. Hey, two or three. You're never gonna have that big of a mismatch in terms of injuries if both teams are healthy. You're never gonna have that again. Right. Unless the Braves start getting healthy, and the Mets don't get that much healthier, there's not gonna be much more disparity. Especially by the end of the year, you're not gonna have that. So if you can beat them two out of three, then or now rather, you'll probably be able to be better than them later. Right. So I'm hopeful with that. The Marlins are going to finish around 500, probably a few games below. The Phillies are probably going to be around 500 also. Mm-hmm. The Braves are probably going to be in first or second. The Mets will be first or second. The Nationals are going to be in last. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Or the Nationals might catch the Marlins by the end of the day. Or the Phillies. 
All right, someone explain this to me. Here's the, I know the Phillies are 500. I think they're terrible. Yeah, I think I they're think terrible. They're god-awful. I think they're a god-awful baseball team, and they're 500. They might just have an easy schedule right now. It's the only thing I can think of. I don't watch the Phillies, but... I think Alec Bohm really helps. He's not even, like, hitting, like, that well. I know, but I think he he just helps lengthen the lineup a lot, and he hits well with runners in scoring position. Like here's the deal: like they're a team, like they're not awful on paper, but in real life, they're like they don't play well. Right, and I think their manager's great, Joe Girardi, of course. Shout out. Yeah. But so I think that has something to do with it. I mean, but if you look at their team, they should be good. When you look across the board, you're like, all right. I know. Real Muto, Hoskins, Gregorius, Segura, Alec Bohm. And then uh, Harper, McCutcheon, and then what's the guy who's play center? Hainley? Uh, Healy? What's his name? That guy. He, uh, he, he, he stinks. He's not any good. But other than the center fielder, they're fine. Like, they're yeah. good at pretty much everywhere. And then Nola Wheeler is a very good one-two punch. Yeah, Wheeler's been outstanding this year. Yep. Sorry. Yes, he has. Zach Wheeler's been very, very good. So, I, yeah, hanging on to Zach Wheeler would have been big. Imagine having just hanging on to Wheeler instead of, like, Strowman. Yeah. That would have been much. Because you guys know you're, you're going to pay Strowman at the end of the year. Right. Well, the ownership at the time wasn't the, the right group to keep him around. If Cohen was here a couple of years earlier, this I think the Mets would be by, far and away the best team in the division. Yeah. They might be one of the best teams. And you know what I like about them now? Like, do you know what I like about them now? Like, their offense like, was so depleted, right? So what do we do? We went on trade for Cameron Maven. Yeah. Like, you know what? We don't have an outfielder there. Get Maven. Oh. I, I'm not saying they went out and they said, oh, like, let's go and... Uh... In Mike Trout. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, I know that they didn't go get Trout or Aaron Judge or, like, Stanton. You or, can like, have him if you want. Yeah, or, like... No, thanks. Or, like, Christian Yelich. Like, I know they didn't go trade for Christian Yelich, but they went out and they got a guy who's, like, a professional who, like, now they have to pay for the rest of the year to probably only play for, like, these next couple of weeks. Or a month. Like and then he'll be maybe a rotational piece. You might even send him down to the minors and never see him again. Or we can use him for the playoffs. Now yeah, now. but Cohen was like, I don't get I don't care. Like i I'm not I don't want to watch Hager and Khalil Lee and jo- and Josh Wenny, whatever his name is, play anymore. Yeah. I'm I i do not want to watch this. Yeah, like the Yankees get are him not, off the field. Like I know the Yankees are eyeing Delino to Shields. So he's been four hundred like triple A. Like I don't know why he's in triple A. I've been but saying the whole year to sign the Shields. 400. I like the Shields. Yeah, I do. I like him. I think he's a lefty, right? Might be a switch. I don't know. That's even better, honestly. Even better. Because why not? Uh, Aaron Hitz is hurt. I don't want him hurt, but I also don't want him playing either. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. He's bad. It's not the worst injury in the world. Someone's yeah, got to get hurt. He hasn't been great defensively this year, so it's like... No, so what he's basically you? a liability. Oh, I know. Useless. Frazier's <laughs> inconsistent. We traded Talkman, so... Yeah, Talkman, um, I didn't get trading him. Stanton's on the aisle. I know he's only a DH, but if you had to throw him out there, I'm sure they would. So we had a bunch of known names in the outfield and Aaron Judge. And Aaron Judge was going off this last week, so he's bound to get hurt soon. That's kind of how it goes. So he starts off really slow. Then he gets hurt a little bit, and then he goes off for like a week and a half, two weeks, and then he's hurt for about three months. This is the same cycle. We're like right here where he's hot. That's where we are. Yeah, (laughs) we're in the hot side. We're in the hot side. Close to the injury part of the cycle. The injury will be coming very soon. (laughs) I'm not happy about it, but hey, it happens every year. What are you going to do? Exactly. So I think that's it for me. I got nothing else to say. Yeah, thanks for listening. 
Yeah, this was a long one. Yeah, uh, so uh, we'll see you next week. Yep, talk to you next week.